Welcome to the Life Refresh Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. And if you are looking for a podcast that is designed to uplift, encourage, and revive your heart, mind, and spirit, you're in the right place. Welcome to the journey of becoming the version of you God designed from the foundations of the earth. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome back to the Life Refresh Podcast. It is me, Ryan Robinson. Again, excited to have you back here on the podcast. If you haven't yet, share this podcast with someone. I'm sure there's someone that you know might actually get some value out of this podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, please make sure that you do. Uh, whether Wherever you're listening to, make sure you're listening and make sure you subscribe for the next podcast that will be coming to your feed soon. So um, I'm going to jump right in. We actually concluded our last uh, series uh, in the Life Refresh podcast. Um, and I, I found that it was a great uh, it was a great study on heart issues and, and the challenges that come with um, our heart and, and essentially what we're all about. So I want to kind of pivot away from that and, and do kind of a break away from the series of teachings um, because we've gone literally week by week uh, or every other week, if you will, talking about uh, what we need to do, what we got to do, what we should do, how we need to reframe, how we need to reimagine ourselves and diagnose and all the things that we need to do to make progress in our lives toward toward what God has called us and really put inside for us to do. But um, recently, I've come to find out that there is a, a bigger topic that we need to discuss. And it is, um, it's, it's really on the topic of, of take a pause. Take a pause. Um, it is, uh, and again, this is with everything. I have a lot of personal things going on and a lot of stuff that's happening. And, um, you know, I'm going to have another son. I have a, a son. I have a daughter, a four-year-old daughter named Emery. And, uh, we've been blessed and fortunate to have another, uh, child on the way. Um, but also in addition to that, there's a lot of things moving, uh, in all aspects of my life right now. And, one of the things that I find that we all want to do, particularly when we've either have lost a loved one or in transition of some kind, whether it be from a, a particular job that we're getting, a new job that we've gotten, or, um, you know, you just need a minute. I've learned over the last few years uh, and more intimately the last few months that Life doesn't take a pause. I'm going to say that again. Life doesn't take a pause. Life will continue to move. Whatever happened today, tomorrow is going to come. And it, there's times when you just haven't had a chance to process either what happened, where you are, what's going on. How am I feeling? 
you know, all the things that we typically would do if we took a pause, just like if we were watching something on Netflix or watching something on, on Hulu or whatever. If there's something that we don't understand or there's something that we needed to catch, a phrase that was said, if you don't have closed captions on, um, or you missed what was happening in the movie, you can pause and rewind listen to it again until you understand and then move on, right? We're all able to do that. But we really haven't done that for ourselves and created a boundary by which we pause, recollect ourselves, and then move forward, making sure that we have everything that we need and process what just happened. Um, I'm, I'm one and I'm telling on myself this podcast because, uh, honestly I need to take a pause, right? Um, I think we all do, but this is coming from a very real place of sometimes we push through, we push through pause because we don't want to take the time to understand what's on the other side of that pause. Um, where there might be feelings that you've ignored or it has been things that you don't necessarily want to deal with, just stuff will continue to pile up in the closet of our lives if we don't take a pause. And it catches up to you, it breaks you down, it'll, um, you know, some of us are really good runners naturally. Some of us are even better mental runners <laughs> where we avoid some of the tough conversations, the tough things that we have yet to deal with. Like, what do you want out of your life? Am I feeling that I'm on the right track? Um, and, and because of a lot of those things that we ignore, um, we can be succumbed to a lot of things. I mean, if, when you pause, there's questions that you ask of what's going on in the film, right? You can't necessarily pause when you're in a movie theater. That's not what you paid for. But when you get home and you get the movie or you download it or whatever, you have the opportunity to have access to pause so that you can understand what you missed and then go back, rewind again, go back. If you doze off, go back, rewind again because now you are in control of the scenario or not just the scenario itself, but you're in control of the playback that you experience in the film. Sometimes... Um, when we don't take a pause, um, we avoid internal thoughts and, and, and questions like, um, what am I attempting to do? Um, who am I trying to become? And is what I'm going for in my life too big or am I ready for what I've been believing for? I think many of us don't take the pause because what usually comes after pause might be self-doubt, fear, and insecurity, which fuel shame. And people don't want to feel shame by any means. Um, and again, it's a difficult thing because it's like, ah, should I want that? And we get into our heads so much, but what we do is we anesthetize the pain by continuing to do and because we never have allowed ourselves to sit down and ask ourselves tough questions, 
we have really, we have made it difficult for us to even move forward because we end up playing the same scene back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because we haven't learned to take a pause and really get ourselves together. Um, I think one of the things that keeps us from taking a pause is that we are our own worst critic. Um, and, and let me explain why that is. Sometimes we feel like we don't or we shouldn't deserve a break. We feel like we're getting ready to miss out on something. FOMO, the fear of missing out, sets in. And because we are not doing something, we feel that we're going to be missing out on everything. And I'll tell you, um, I get that feeling. I have, uh, I'm a FOMO person or a FOMO addict. If you, <laughs> I need help uh, in that area of my life, simply because it's something I, I enjoy doing. I like being a part of things. It, it gives me energy to be a part of, of amazing opportunities and people and um, I'm a social person too, so it doesn't help that I like being around people. Um, um, so, so what ends up happening is I end up missing out. Um, it, it's very challenging for me to miss out because I'm like, oh, what did I actually miss out on? Um, and I will probably do it against my better judgment to be a, a part of it, even though I may not feel like it's the right thing for me to be a part of at that time. So, we all, I'm not the only one who actually has a challenge with uh, with FOMO. I think many of us have challenges with it, yet we do not take the time to diagnose ourselves or even have someone else diagnose um, what the true motives of that are all about. And I feel like because we've um, lived in this world of hurry, um, we miss out on a lot of things trying to get to the end goal um, and and not enjoy the journey. And it's, it's a very sobering, <laughs> um, sobering thought to slow down. But again, the critic in all of us will say, you know what, you shouldn't be stopping because you still have a lot to do um you can actually miss out on something and then you start getting like oh you might be telling yourself well you know because you're not at work today you might have missed out on an opportunity to do this that and the other i might be in somebody's mailbox because i'm sure you might have told yourself that story a time or two to justify going in uh to, to the office every now and then um, but, uh, I really want to, um, get to this topic of, of doing a pause and, um, well, I expound upon it. There's a book by John Mark Colmer, John Mark Colmer, and it is entitled The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And um, let me tell you the, the, the tagline. It says, how to stay emotionally healthy 
and spiritually alive in the chaos of the modern world. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run that back one more time. The book by John Mark Colmerns entitled The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, How to Stay Emotionally Healthy and Spiritually Alive in the Chaos of the Modern World. Okay, so there's a couple of things I'm going to drop here that I I would say maybe are some bombs that were really, um, uh, for lack of a better word, illuminating to me uh, about hurry. And uh, the author is, is a pastor. And one of the things that he brought up in the first pieces of this book, he says that <clears throat> Jesus spent the first 30 years of his life preparing for three years of ministry. There is nowhere in the scripture from the time that he begins to actively get into ministry does it say in the Bible that Jesus rushed to get to point A to point B. I would dare you, you could pause this podcast right now do a Google search to see, does scripture say that Jesus rushed and hurried to get to anywhere? I'll do your homework for you. He didn't. In fact, he was late <laughs> to many things. Um, when Jairus' daughter was dying and Jairus was taking him to see his daughter, there's a story of the woman with the issue of blood who in the middle of this uh, crowd touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And he stopped in the moment and said, who touched me? And the disciples are like, well, there's a whole bunch of people next to you. They could have touched you. He's like, no, nah, virtue left me. Something happened. And it was the woman with the issue of blood who was immediately healed by her faith in Jesus. Now, the thing is, he was on his way to Jairus' house where his daughter was dying. And Jesus stops to see about a woman who just reached out to touch him and was healed. Okay. At that point, the servant comes to Jairus in, who is en route to see his daughter, says, don't bother the master. Your daughter is dead. And he's like, Jesus, if I was Jairus, I would have been like, look, Jesus, um, because you stopped, we missed an opportunity. How many of us have been rushing God to do something for us because we think that our timing is the best timing? And, you know, um, I, I could only imagine the stress that, that Jairus was feeling by being in that situation knowing that his daughter was just a, if, he, if Jesus didn't stop, maybe that 10 minutes would have saved her life. And um, at that point, you know, Jesus still goes to see about his daughter. Um, I mean, it, it's an amazing story. But at the end of it, his daughter still, uh, Jairus' daughter was healed. Um, but 
what was crazy about it is that it took it took something dying to get the attention that that people needed to see that Jesus was truly who he said he was. That even though something might look dead, Jesus still has the power to resurrect it. The Bible says like, oh, she's just merely asleep. This is what Jesus said. Your, your daughter's not dead. She's just asleep. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, there, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, could go in there. It's such a rich piece of scripture, but he says to Jairus, like, oh, you know, she's not dead. She's just sleeping. And it's it everyone started to laugh after Jesus said that. And then at that point, he was like, Look, I need to get all y'all out because I don't I need some people to have some faith in here. Um but but it was but Jesus stopped in the middle of something in order to heal and then still was able to resurrect even after he took a pause. So the question to me is, and the question that may be for you, is that is God's power contingent upon your timing or his timing? Do you think that if you are covered by the God of the universe who controls time anyway, that you still wouldn't have an opportunity to trust him, that even though it might be late, it might be on time to prove to you that God is indeed who he said he really is? Might be a good question. How about this? How about this? It's even an act of faith that you take a pause. It's an act of faith that you take a pause. This is what Jesus, or God, put in place. He put it in place when he was creating the earth. You know, he created the, the heavens and the earth, Adam and Eve, in six days. And on the seventh day, the Bible said he rested. He rested, meaning this is what is called a Sabbath, a Sabbath. And a Sabbath means it is a place where you take a pause. Sabbath means you rest from whatever you're doing, whatever work is, it's an, it's an, an ob, excuse me, it is an observance and abstinence from work, period. Which means you are inadvertently saying yes to rest and no to work and yes to God and no to yourself. I'm gonna say that again. You're inadvertently saying yes to work, yes to rest, no to work, yes to God, and no to self. And this is the challenge that I think many of us have, and I'm one of these. I am not a good boundary person when it comes to taking care of oneself. Now, the thing is, we know this thing. We hear it on airplanes. You know, before you help someone else with their mask, make sure you have your mask on and fastened well before you start helping someone else. If you run out of oxygen, you can't help anyone else put oxygen on for themselves. Completely understand that sometimes it seems a little selfish to me <laughs> that you would think about yourself first before you do anything else. But you know, it's actually the most kind thing that you can do 
because a better you is a person who can better serve others. That is a real hard thing for us as people, for those who are ambitious, who have goals and visions about a better day and a better life for oneself to embrace because our culture is a hurry culture. There's no time, there's no rest, yet team no sleep. I'm going to be up, I'm going to grind early in the morning to wee, to the wee hours at night. You are going to do everything that you need to do in order to reach the goal. But there's no trusting in God in that. You're trusting in yourself. And last time I checked, you don't run your own heartbeat. You don't pump your own blood. You don't regulate the pH in your system. You don't regulate your brain frequency. You don't regulate anything in your body. We have perceived control thinking that we're God of our lives. And yeah, there's some things we do have control over. Like you can tie your own shoes. <laughs> God's not going to do that for you. But there are some things that when life does get difficult and tiring, God has given us permission and built it in, actually, for us to stop, take a rest. Because eventually all resources are going to run out if we don't trust God to replenish. So I challenge you. Maybe the act of faith isn't actually going out and doing something. Maybe an act of faith is waiting and pausing. Ooh, I think that might have been worth the podcast right there. Maybe the act of faith isn't going and getting something. Maybe the act of faith is waiting and pausing. Mm. So... I want to encourage those who are listening today. Perhaps you need to take a pause. And perhaps you need to have God download some things to you, get your attention, get you some ideas, some fresh revelation, and really a fresh mindset to keep going and keep moving. That's not that's not sustainable. Jesus changed the world upside down, trained 12 men, his apostles, to take up the mantle of sharing the gospel, the good news, to the earth in three years' time and didn't run out of breath in one verse. It is, uh, you're not running out of time. You're still young enough. If God hasn't called you home, you're here for a reason. But I have to encourage all of us, as well as encouraging myself, that taking a pause lets me know that I'm trusting God with my outcomes and not myself. So this concludes today's podcast. So if you get a chance today, don't pause the podcast. Pause yourself for a day, for a few hours. 
It'll be there when you get back. I'm going to try it myself. But I encourage you to do the same. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning into the Life Refresh Podcast. There are three things I'll need you to do before you go. One, subscribe to this podcast, whether it be through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe to get the latest episode in your feed. Two, rank the podcast. If you like what you heard today, make sure you give it a great rating on those platforms. It'll help get us the exposure we need to make our message much broader and reach a different audience. And three, make sure you share this episode. I guarantee if you found value in it, someone you're connected to will find value in it as well. With that said, take care and tune in to the next episode of Life.